Hi, and welcome to Meet My Followers, episode number 11. Today's date is August 19th, 2010. I am your host, Kate Dworkin, and I am joined by Jonathan Crisatti at Crisatti. As always, I have to thank this episode's sponsor, 140. Some people really think that all the Twitter applications are pretty much the same. They're not, and 140 can definitely prove it to you. They have categories dedicated to business, marketing, blogging, photos, videos, music, and much, much more. If you're listening to this show, I am sure there is a specific Twitter client that can actually serve you better than the one you're using now. Head on over and check out 140. Every character counts. Do more with 140. And I'd like to welcome to the show, Jonathan Crisatti. Jonathan, thank you for coming on, man. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I mean, you know, you're one of these guys who's here in Phoenix with me, and we went to lunch a couple weeks back, and you were, like, completely amped up. So I knew that, like, I needed that energy and that passion that you had that we, you know, what we discussed at that lunch, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, but, uh, I wanted that on the show as early as I could get it on there. So like, I appreciate you, you know, rearranging schedules and making that happen so that we can do it. Hey, and again, thank you for having me. I was, you know, you told me about this project and I was like, that's one of the greatest ideas I've heard for a, a an audio cast of some sort in a long time. So huh. very exciting to be here. I, I appreciate you saying that, but let's step all the way back out and let you introduce who you are. So I am Jonathan Crisotti. I am 22 years old. I live in Gilbert, Arizona. Um, I just graduated from ASU in December, so I'm still in my first year out of college, which is fantastic. Um, and I run web businesses, and I started when I was 18 in school. My current business partner, who's a member of the education community here in the Valley, and we opened a CD ripping company called Rip Styles. Um, and I ran that all through college and fixed Mac computers in order to pay the bills because, you know, you open a business, you don't pay yourself. And at the beginning of this year, I wrote a little app called Betwext that lets you have a SMS conversation with multiple people at once and have everyone receive everyone else's replies. Um, and next week, we are launching Betwext Pro, which is a professional um, marketer solution to doing mass SMS campaigns without the hassle of dealing with a larger SMS provider and without the very high costs usually incurred with those. And between all that, I do lots of little web projects and play trombone and guitar and do all sorts of geeky things. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things where I never have to worry about you filling your time. Like, I know you're just doing stuff, and it's just like, when can we get the opportunity to hang out? Exactly. And I, and those are the best relationships, too, because the people that are busy always have the best things to talk about. Well, absolutely, right? I mean, if you want something, uh, it's like it's like the old, you know, adage where if you want something done, give it to a busy man because they just they don't have enough time to dilly-dally on it. They just get it done. And so it's one of these things where you're constantly doing stuff. And so it's like, all right, dude, we haven't seen each other in, in you know, we haven't sat down in eight weeks. What have you been up to? Or, you know, it's an IM or an at reply that, you know, is keeping us apprised of what the other one is doing. So... It's always yep. fun to catch up. Absolutely. So, I mean, let, let's let's roll this back just a little bit, right? You've started all these businesses. What the hell started you down the entrepreneurship route? Um, you know, honestly, when I was a kid, like, this never came up. I never thought I'd want to own my own business. Both my parents um, had hell – not hell in corporate America, but, you know, I heard their stories – 
and they were both wildly successful, but I knew I don't want to work in a cubicle. I don't want to be a manager. I don't want to even be, you know, a low level executive at, at a large corporation. And so I, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I, I went to school, I went to ASU. I started in with a degree, I did a degree in economics, you know, and I still don't understand what 18 year old thinks they want to major in economics. <laughs> um, but I did that. And, you know, six months into, um, to school, uh, my current business partner, you know, we were talking one day and he said, well, I'm about to have my first child. My wife has told me I need to get the 3000 CDs we have in my basement out of my basement so that the kid has more to play. And, you know, he's a finished basement and all this space. And so he asked me, he's like, have you ever heard of anyone doing this? And I was like, yeah, you know, I know there are a couple companies that did it and what lots of businesses that get started, um, the two of us researched it and we realized that we could buy the machine, you know, a robotic ripping machine for almost the price it was going to cost us to get his whole CD collection ripped. And it was, I was in school and wasn't working and didn't really have anything to do because I wasn't taking a lot of hours and it just, I was bored mm-hmm. to tell you the truth. And, you know, three weeks later, Rick Styles was born in the basement of my business partner's house. Um, which I, I love that story. I think it's a fantastic way to start a business. And, you know, we stayed there for a year and, and grew and, you know, you moved to the office and you do all that stuff. But I never once thought that I wanted to be, um, you know, a business owner or business manager, someone who makes those decisions and, and deals with, with that headache, what is often a headache and more often an absolute blessing and the most fun you'll ever have. Yeah, that, um, I, never so, thought I, I never thought I'd be here. Well, it's, it's one of those key points, right, that most entrepreneurs who never thought they wanted to be entrepreneurs always seem to feel like it, they focus on the downside, not the upside, right? The rush of, you know, getting a first sale or the rush of a huge contract. And, uh, yeah. I, I mean, you, you've worked with, you know, one huge company in particular, and I'm not asking you to name them, but there's one huge company that you're working with that is, it, it's mind blowing that, that they would give that contract to someone who is as young as you are. And so that's a huge testament well, to your ability to sell what you guys were doing. Well, and it was, it was actually, you know, and I told, I think we talked about this when we had lunch a couple of weeks ago, but, um, for a long time, it was when I would go on business trips, you know, we'd be in New York for 40 hours, no sleep, hotel room to work in, um, those kind of trips. And it would be, we'd have to, you know, lie about, or not lie, but, you know, push the, let's go to a bar conversations to, well, why don't we go here? We're hungry or somewhere else because I was underage and couldn't get in anywhere. And that was that was an absolute nightmare. You know, having to think of new reasons to tell people, no, let's go here because you know when you, when you're at the beginning of a relationship and you're probing, you're doing that that hang time, which which I think is really important when you're going to work closely with a company. Mm-hmm. And you're as young as I was, especially in a traditional market. You know that that was a lot of digital audio, a lot of high end audio distribution stuff. Um, you kind of have to play the game of don't don't let on that I'm 19 years old because they could run and duck and cover. Sure. Yeah. I mean, so, it, there, there's, there's so many reasons why that might scare, you know, a, a big company to sit there and trust, yeah. a, a, you know, a major portion of their ripping business to you. Um, you know, exactly. Just, and, and it's a lot different now, sure. you know, now that yeah. I've not now, you know, proven ourselves, it's, you know, I'm not dicking around. No, um, you, so. You've got this track history now, right? You've got this, this huge history yeah. of success after success after success, and that's 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 where this entire Betwex Pro thing is going to, I really feel, be like 
that third or potentially even fourth, if you want to count, you know, all your, your small victories. I mean, you know, that, that's to me where it gets really interesting because it just like you've, you've shown this ability to have an idea, work insanely hard on it and then produce real results, real revenues and, and, and make real businesses happen, which is something that is so rare. Yeah. It's, it's amazing what this has taught me about, um, you know, I, a lot of people measure success in dollars and I measure success in being able to say you actually just did one thing. If you, you know, the company launched that, that right there takes so much more effort than, than so many other things in life. It's, and that's the, it's exactly what you were saying. That's the rush. The fact that, you know, next week we're launching a new product and, you know, four days before we really make it a public, I will not sleep. And, and those are the best times of life. It's the most fun and the craziest and the most stressful all at the same time. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about yeah. Betwex Pro. I mean, you know, you've kind of gave the nutshell kind of elevator, you know, or tweet pitch as it was, right? So, you know, uh-huh. mass marketing through SMS. But let's, I mean, what's going to make this different than some of the other players who are in that market? So, um, well, I'll start with where it came from. So I, I did an SMS project earlier in the year, and it just betwixt. And it was, um, that came out of I was tired of trying to coordinate getting 10 people to the bar in one night. Um, so I built this thing. <laughs> Scratching it, it your own purely, itch. Yeah, it, that's purely what it was. And, you know, we got about halfway done with it, and it was just a night pro- nighttime weekend project for me at the time. And my business partner and I were talking, and we were like, we can do e-commerce really easily. We've got all this stuff set up. You know, might as well sell it. And, you know, it, it, it's a small niche, but it, it does a lot of the little businesses and small teams rely on it. And so we let it sit. And so then, you know, we were looking at, well, can we do some SMS marketing? And at the time, I wasn't, you know, really ready to take on another project. I wasn't wanting to build anything. So we, we shopped around and I went to, you know, I looked at a lot of the, the big short code and, and text message marketing companies that are doing everyone from, you know, the yogurt shop down the street to Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Um, and the common thing we found was we did a lot of free trials, and the common thing we found was they were all insanely difficult to use to the point of um, when I have a hard time setting something up, I know something's very wrong. Hmm. Um, and then a lot of them were really, really expensive. We're talking 20 cents a message. Um, and when you've got a list of even just a thousand phone numbers, which in the grand scheme of things, it's a decent amount for a small business, but it's not a lot. You know, all of a sudden your SMS campaigns get very expensive. Sure. I, um, it's prohibitive so, at that so what, point if you're a small business. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's too much to outweigh. Um, and that wasn't counting monthly fees that were, you know, 200 bucks or 300 bucks and, and the licensing and the, the regulation. So, you know, we said, we've got this foundation, we've got all the, all the legal stuff set up, all the business. And so I said to work and we've got now launching very soon here, um, an SMS marketing tool that's, that's designed like a modern web app you know, like a base camp or, or um, something you use every day for your business. So it's easy to use, it's familiar, and at a price point that, you know, everyone's going to be comfortable with. So you're paying a low, really, really ridiculously low monthly, monthly fee and five cents a message. Um, and that's what we started at. You know, when you get into high volume, it, it can get even cheaper. Sure. I mean, so, I, I've seen the, right, I've seen the app, right? We went to launch, you broke out your iPad and you showed it to me. And, and you know, I think that... that I think I ended that lunch saying that, you know what, you should be really excited about this. I think those were my exact words, actually. And, yeah, uh, I think they were. 
And it's just one of those things where it's like the UI makes sense. The 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 need is there, right? And I, I have to fully disclose that I, you know, advise a, a company by the name of Pharma Capture, which is in pharmaceutical marketing and compliance, medical, uh, you know, compliance with uh, taking mm-hmm. prescription medicine. So I, I know this space pretty well. And so uh, to sit there and see something like this and be like, okay, hey. This is this is very very smart, and this is very very well priced. And then you add in the UI and the way that 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 the entire flow happens. I mean, it, this is uh, sending an SMS through Bitquest Pro. In kind of my play experience with this, is more in line with. It's even easier than sending an email campaign, which is ridiculous that you would simplify it that to that point. But it works. So exactly. And, and that was the goal is, you know, we looked at email campaign software and said, even this is complicated. There's too many steps. There's, there's too many options. And so when you then move that to um, a, a communication medium, that's more in line of uh, essentially it's a push notification. You know, you're limited to 160 characters. Um, you're not going to do long messages and people get it immediately on their mobile device. The goal it actually proved very difficult to create what was going to be a professional-grade product um, with something that so many people associate to be such a simple thing and keep it simple. And that was the goal, and I think we hopefully will prove that we successfully did that because I wanted something that – sorry, hold on just a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted something that uh, I could build and you know, make cool and use, and that was the, the key, and that's what we pulled off. Yeah, I, I think you definitely have. I think one of the major wow points, and I, I and I'm just going to focus on you know the, the the product here for just a minute longer because I I think that it's really impressive and, and I think that it's part of your current story because I, you are so close to launch and all that. So if this is sounding like a sales pitch, guys, I apologize, but it, I'm really interested in what you know Mr. Crisati's chasing after here because it, it's right up my alley. But uh, talk to, talk a little bit about the uh, very extremely intuitive A/B testing that you guys have set up on that because that just about blew my mind when I saw it because it was 10 times simpler than anything else I've seen which does A-B yes. testing. So, so the, the, the thing with A-B testing is that people try and A-B test really complicated things. Um, you know, a web homepage, for instance. People think, well, I want to A-B test our homepage. And what they don't realize is that that it's insanely difficult to do because, you know, even the homepage of a simple website, you know, you've got a hundred things to think about, if not a thousand things to think about. And so, you know, instead of, you should be thinking, let's test the tagline on our homepage. Let's A-B test that. And so when we said was, you know, text messaging it's expensive, no matter what you say, even if I sent, you know, when you look at email campaigns being almost free, if not fractions of pennies, um, you know, when you bring in SMS, it gets expensive when you compare your marketing ability. And so we said, we want to make these market, these SMS campaigns as effective as possible. We're naturally able to to do really powerful A-B testing due to the, the method of communication that you're limited to that short message. So what we do is we completely automate the process and we let you choose your two messages. We track those two messages response rates via keywords. So, you know, message A, your keyword is ice cream and message B, your keyword is chocolate syrup or whatever it is. And whichever of those gets the most responses in a time period that you've set, you know, any, anything from a matter of hours to three to five days, we then send the rest of your list that 
message. So what the whole the way it pans out in the end is you select a threshold to test, so say 10% of your list. You select how long between your initial test and the actual sending, so three days we'll say, and you choose your two messages. And at the end of three days, we so we've sent 10% of your list, you know, message A and 10% of your list message B, or whatever percent you decide. And at the end of three days, we say, okay, Message B was way more successful. You know, you had an 80% response rate compared to your 20% resp- response rate. So we're going to send everyone else on the list message B, and you're guaranteeing yourself hopefully a much higher response rate, a much better return on investment on that campaign. And since they're really easy to set up and not worry about, it's something you can use on a daily basis without having to have your marketing team handle what should be, you know, a simple thing for small business owners who are doing their own marketing to do. Yeah, the real kind of amazing light bulb moment for me when you were walking through this though is that you would set up the you know the A B test and then it would kick over and send to the rest of the list without you needing to do anything. It would just do it on its own because you knew exactly. like that, that to me was such a smart implementation because I know so many email you know mailing list clients that. They sit there on the A-B test on the threshold, and then they wait for you to come back and maybe make some tweaks. And that's not the goal that I typically have when I'm sending out a blast like that. It's, okay, I want to figure it out with the right set of people, whoever those set of people I decide are, be it, you know, random selection or, you know, thought leaders in, in, in my community that I'm sending these emails to. And the instant that I know which one's going to work better, well, guess what? I want to send it out to everyone else, and your system just removes – you, you remove exactly. the, the manager from having to step back in. Exactly. And I, I don't like the set it and forget it mentality because when you're doing marketing like this, you should never forget it. You always want to be on top of it because with text messaging, you know, your goal is to is to build your customer base and bring people into your ice cream shop or your yogurt place, whatever it is. Um, and so that, that automation point, what it lets you do is, you know, continuously have really powerful campaigns and it becomes almost an expectation. You know, we've been using it in testing and we're, we're doing more of that than anything else because it's so much more successful and it's just as easy to set up. I, you know, you learn, well, maybe a shorter keyword isn't better, maybe a more descriptive keyword or, you know, this definitely returned better. And so that automation really makes it easy to continuously A-B test and continuously hone your message and make it as perfect as possible. Gosh, I, I mean, I... I... I think that you can hear both of our excitement in, in talking about this. And I think that you guys, I think that the listeners definitely have a feel on how exciting that lunch and that, that animated that lunch was a couple of weeks back. But yeah. let's, let's kind of switch gears now and, and, and kind of talk about uh, some of the, you know, obviously your life is all about these businesses, right? That's, that's been something that's been fun. But you've got to have something that you do that is just a release, a hobby, something that would interest other people. Um, you know, I, I... I do lots of that, and, and a lot of that, a lot of people would call a lot of my hobbies work, you know, I'll build something on the web or, or design something, but um, I tend to enjoy doing things I'm not good at, um, you know, <laughs> You're or what I'll, I'll, experience. You know. well, you know, because it's always, it's that search to, to get better at something and to do something outside your comfort zone, so, right. and you know, so I, I've played trombone since I was 10, I still play, um, I still teach. Um, I actually, I volunteer at the high school I went to in Mesa with the marching band. We had the first Tuesday night rehearsal last night. So every Tuesday I spend three hours out on the field, um, helping them march and getting them on the instruments and doing all that stuff. Um, cause for a long time, you know, I, I thought I wanted to be a, a music educator. Um, 
And I, I finally realized that, you know, I, I didn't want to play the game to do that, and I wanted to do business, but uh, I do a lot of music stuff. I play trombone still. Um, I'll play in a big band. I'll play jazz. Uh, play guitar as a hobby, which I'm not super good at. But, again, that's the, the strive to always learn something new and get better. Um, so it's, it's oftentimes a combination of music and, and teaching that I really enjoy. That's my, you know, get away from the computer. You're outside. You know, marching band is fantastic for that. Um, I, I, I think I've known, then, I've known yeah. you for longer than, for more than two years now, right? We've been running around in the same group of people. I, you know, I, you know, we've run oh, yeah. into each other at concerts and things like that, but I've never heard you talk about your desire to not only play music, but the fact that you, you know, thought that you were going to be a, a teacher of it. That's, or, you know, just involved in that respect. That's just, that's awesome, dude. Like, I'm surprised that we never talked about that. Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's one of those things that um, it's such a part of me. It's like, you know, I don't bring it up because I don't think about bringing okay. it up. It's like, oh, I, I do that. You know, oh, yeah, I've always done that. And it's and it's not a lack of, you know, wanting to share anything. It's just one of those, oh, yeah, I, I you know, I play trombone and, you know, teach trombone and play gigs and all that stuff. And, it's, you know, oh, yeah, I do that. That's, so That's great. It, it's definitely something I love. I mean, but that's the getting away and having something that you love and having it not be related to what your primary, you know, work or play work slash play thing that you do is just such a it's so necessary in order to give you and your mind that alternative stimulus so that you can come back with a different frame. And and, and so I think it's great that you're doing that. But uh, let's let's kind of mosey on over to one of my favorite sections of the show. And I think that, you know, a lot of the listeners are starting to dig it, too. Who are you following on Twitter who you think is just awesome, who is producing great content or is just really interesting or really funny? Um, you know, who are you taking note of on the platform? You mean besides Kate Dworkin? Oh, uh, no, that's so nice of you to say, but I hope not because I've been getting <laughs> spammy in the past three weeks trying to push the show. No, no, no. So let's see. Um, well, I, I have to say this, and I, and I work, I look at him across my desk at, here at Gangplank, um, and I have to say that Sonny Thopper is one of the funniest, most entertaining people I know. Yes. Um, and if you're not following Sonny on Twitter, you are seriously missing out. Yeah, I mean, he's one of the great, he's one of the great personalities here in Phoenix. Like, if I, if I ever were to move away, I would miss Sonny, and I don't see him very often, yet you have the experience of sitting across a desk room every day, and he's one of the most genuine and funny guys I know of here. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's, you know, he's wildly entertaining, and it's, um, he and I have a, have a great uh, relationship, but, you know, it's all day, it's banter back and forth via IM or chat or Twitter of, you know, jokes and did you see this and that stuff, and so he, he definitely fits into that category. Um, I'm just going, I'm actually going through my favorites here. The other, um, the, another person is my friend Andres who works at a startup on San Francisco called Twilio. Um, his Twitter handle is at Embora, E-N-B-O-R-R-A. And he is a wildly talented developer, um, an incredibly funny guy and just the nicest dude you'll ever meet. Um, uh, and I've met him, I've hung out with him a few times in San Francisco, visiting them and doing that stuff. Um, who else here are my favorites? Um, you know, I, I, I follow a few celebrities on Twitter, usually the ones who are, who are pretty funny. 
Um, but if you're, I will say, because a lot of people say, oh, celebrities suck, you know, they tweet, they don't ever really interact. They don't tweet funny things, you know, they're just boring. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Hoppus, Blink 182's bass player, is absolutely hilarious. Okay. Absolutely hilarious. Um, and I know it's kind of random. No, but that's but, great. Like, um, I mean, what, what yeah. about his comedy really strikes with you? Is it, is it, you know, is he <laughs> ironic or is he, you know, just pointing out the truth or? It's, it's lots it's lots of irony, lots of wit, and the, the reason it's really refreshing is because, you know, Blink-182's got that bad boy, swear a lot, potty mouth thing, and he is 100% family friendly on Twitter, That's and so his comedy's smart. Awesome. You know, because you have to. If you, if, you, if you can't be vulgar and you can't play on the, you know, the, the adult jokes and, and that kind of shit, you, you have to be smart about your comedy, and you have to bring in really interesting pop culture references, references. and being a part of pop culture he knows things and sees things that, you know, it, if you're watching MTV aren't funny, but he can put a twist on it that's absolutely great. Oh, that's that's um, You got one yeah, more for it, us it, or no? It, it, is, is, that, is that kind of the list for, for you right there that, that is off the top of your head? I'm looking through Tweety right it's, now. That's, that's probably the list. You okay. know, I, I mean, I, I probably follow 350 people, and it's, gotcha. um, you know, they're all fantastic, and I I love Twitter, and I love interacting on Twitter, and it's um I am a total geek and probably bore lots and lots of people, but um it's a it's a fantastic way, and I look at Twitter as life. It's just it's I would have never you know I probably would have never met you and had you know we'd have such a great friendship and all these other people I know and being a part of this community and gotten to where I've gotten if not for that kind of an outlet of quick friendly you know even banter back and forth yeah i, I mean you know so, i look i look at i look at all of my friends right and i look at especially here in arizona right where I, i've been i've been out here for eight years now uh eight years i think yesterday was my move-in date at the dorms way back when oh, wow. um so yeah exactly so you know i look at all the people who i went to school with and i look at all the people who you know i, I uh you know knew in my mba program or my msim program if we're being official about it and i look at like I talk with all of maybe a half dozen people between the two programs combined. Yet I look at the people who I met on Twitter in the last 36 months since I really got involved and really the last 24. And my gosh, they're some of my closest friends. So it's like, you know, that I'm going to remember more about Phoenix when I leave the internet community than I will both my degree programs and the people that I met there. So I mean, well, and the best part is, you know, the best part about, about you and all of us that are in this community is that we take our internet community and make it a real community. Uh, bringing that online that, offline is so is. huge. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's where the beauty is. I mean, you know, we, we've, you know, multiple times now sold out huge theaters for Ignite. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, Arizona Entrepreneurial Conference, which is coming back up in November. You know, that thing has been sold out year in, year out. And, I mean, you know, you think about even larger events like, you know, or larger but distributed events in, in PodCamp and, you know, all of Arizona Geek Week. I mean, it's just, it's really fascinating to see how the community has grown and continues to do so now. And, and with Gangplank changing some of its uh, direction from being just tech-focused to being kind of community-focused in all different areas, um, it's really kind of fascinating to watch it continue to grow. So, I mean, you know, I know that you're part of that Gangplank crew and that, that that's, that's your home base for uh, your businesses. So, you know, thank you for being a part of that community because it's, it's definitely made a huge change in, in my life. So... I appreciate what you're oh, well, doing. And, that, and I and I say the exact same thing that you know I I'm even somewhat new to it you know and it's it's just it's mind blowing how 
having a, a support system like this under both your business and your personal life is such a fantastic thing as a human being. It's like, you know, when you have awesome friends you can work with, life is awesome. Yeah. If yeah. you can say that my job is not a job because all I do is hang out with my greatest friends all day, you win. It doesn't matter. Money doesn't matter. Fame, fortune, success, whatever. You yep. you won. That's yep. the end of the game. Yep. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, so. most people put that off until they're sitting in a retirement home, right? I mean, that's that's not cool. Like, yeah, exactly. like, I mean, they go and play golf with their buddies. Like, this is exactly. But you get to do it, and you get to you know have that inspiration and that wave and ride of. I mean, you know, Gangplank has so many businesses working out of it now, and it'll come even more because they just expanded into the second phase. I, I seem to have heard. So, I mean, it's just gonna it's just gonna continue to grow, and it's just so awesome. Well, Jonathan, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for uh, you know really you know, describing things in full. I, I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, it just means a lot to me that you jumped right up and, and were willing to, to take one of these early dates. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate being here. And uh, this is, <laughs> this is awesome. I hope to be on again. And I, you know, like I was telling you before the show started, I was listening to some of the older episodes today and I, you know, people are looking over at me cause I've headphones on why I'm laughing my ass off, you know, and it's kind of quiet mid morning. People are trying to get work done and I'm sitting there chuckling away. Yeah, so thank you so much. It's been fantastic. Yeah, we'll definitely have you back on. That, that's for damn sure. It's just a matter of figuring out kind of the timing on it. But I'm stoked that we kind of have the Betwixt Pro kind of pre-launch kind of you know encapsulated now here for you know however long servers that I put the podcast on continue to run. So it's going to be nice to look back on maybe in a year or so and be like, oh my god, I was so stressed those last few days, and now you know you know that you've got another success on your hands because I expect that for you, my man. I I appreciate that, and I really look forward to it. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening, and uh, go out there and have a great day.